Hi, I'm Thomas Clements, and this is the Zenith Ministries podcast. Welcome to our message of hope, security, and an exploration of true happiness. I'm glad you're here with us as we continue to share our stories of the many peaks and valleys of life and the beauty, truth, and goodness we were able to find in it. Please visit our website at zenithministries.com to connect with us to discover more. Hey, welcome. Thanks again for tuning in. Today, I want to talk about how you view your life is important, and then really the importance of that that we view our life on not just the the natural level, but there's you know a supernatural existence that we that we live in as well. Uh, and so to kind of express this point more, I have a story. When I was in college, uh, my senior year, I was sure that I was going to get a, a teaching job right after graduation. I was sending my my resume to, to all of the schools I could think of in the Georgia area uh, and really plugging away trying to, to find a job. And there were there was no availability. No one had any openings. So it was, you know, a shut door after shut door. Uh, and so, I, you know, I came up with the idea that, you know, instead of getting a job, I, I might as well, you know, do something else that's good with my time. So I went to grad school up at, at Franciscan University in Steubenville, Ohio. And I, that went really well. I actually uh, pretty much finished the whole program in a year. And uh I did, you know, summer to, to summer. So I did two summer semesters uh, at the beginning and then took a bunch of courses throughout the, the, the fall and spring semester and then two more summer semesters. It was <clears throat> towards the, the, the end of the spring semester, though, that my landlord approached me and, and shared with me how he was hoping to just make sure that the, <clears throat> the house that we were renting would be, you know, fully rented the entire school year, the next year, you know, to to avoid being in an awkward situation where he needed to fill his house halfway through the year after if we left after the fall semester and then, you know, everyone had their their housing situation settled, you know, he wouldn't have anyone to fill it. We'd lose he would he would lose money. And so he approached me about that, you know, told me that I needed to, you know, sign a lease for the year or not at all. And then that actually was interesting because I had begun looking at our own financial situation and thought, you know, I really need to get a job now because I need to, you know, start bringing in money. We, you know, got married and we're expecting a baby. And I kind of saw the, the pressure of, you know, taking care of my family kind of building. So uh, we prayed about it. We took it to prayer. Uh, you know, should I, you know, just stay for another year? I didn't really need to as far as credits go, but... You know, I could get a job in that area uh, or, you know, come up with something else. Um, and so I wanted to find out, you know, should we stay or should we go? And so we prayed about it and God made it clear that that my time in Steubenville was over after that summer that he wanted me to, to get a job. And that's, you know, a whole other story of how that happened. But yeah, he made it clear. And so I told our our landlord that we were not going to renew that after the summer we, we were going to leave uh which was kind of scary but i trusted that god was leading us i knew he wanted this for me 
And, and so I, once again, I started setting out my, my resume, this time really all over the country. You know, we were married, we were ready, ready to go and, and set forth and, you know, begin our life wherever God wanted us to go. And, you know, so I, I was sending out to California, even mostly on the East Coast. I had some job interviews in, in Maryland. And then about two days, so we, we just got pregnant. And about two days before we were going to come home to, to Georgia to visit and, and kind of share with our families that we were expecting, I got an email from a school uh, and they, they shared with me that they had an opening and uh, they they were interested in talking to me about the opening, about you know becoming a teacher there, and I was shocked because uh, I don't, I did not remember uh, recently sending a, a resume to this school, and uh, then I found out that they had my resume on file from the previous year when I was sending out my resume. So if you ever hear from a company and they tell you that they'll they'll keep your your resume on file, you know maybe they're they're being honest because this school definitely did that. And so they asked me, they said, okay, we'd like to talk to you. Can you come visit us anytime soon and, and have a meeting? And I thought, well, I'm actually going to be in uh, Georgia this week. And so we came down, we shared the good news. We had you know, a good time seeing family. And then we, we, we went over to this school, we visited, had a great meeting. Uh, they ended up hiring me. And I, you know, I got this job after... You know, after, you know, so much time had gone by since I sent them a resume and, you know, just so much uh, things were just uncertain for the longest time. And, and God had that in mind for me the entire time. The entire time he knew that that job was going to be for me. And, you know, what I want to convey through the story is that, you know, one, God is real. Like he's powerful. He cares for us. And, you know, he has a design for us. And so really this, this, this tells me, this shows me that there is a spiritual realm. Because God is spirit, you know, we, have, we are spirits in a way with bodies and then angels are spirits. So we are, we are existing, yes, in this, this natural world, but we also have this supernatural world that we exist in that is all spirit, right? That we are, have connection with, that we are in contact with, Um. This might sound weird. This is you know a weird analogy, uh, but this is just how I think. I remember I was outside the other day. I think I was doing yard work, and in Georgia, the birds sing like certain times you hear birds sing like constantly. It's just constant singing uh, from morning till night. Sometimes it's crazy, but, but beautiful at the same time. Sometimes annoying. Uh, but one time I was out, you know, outside. It's a beautiful day. And I just hear just one bird singing. And I'm, I just remember thinking, wow, that is so beautiful. And I'm looking around for this bird, but I couldn't find it. It just it wasn't anywhere to be seen. But I knew, obviously, it was somewhere in one of the trees. So I was thinking, okay, wow, that is so neat that I, I, can't, I can't see it, but I can, I can hear it, right? And so I know it exists not by sight, but by, by hearing by hearing. And then I just, you know, kind of went down this this trail of thinking that is, you know, it's so interesting that we can experience reality through our different senses uh, and that each sense has its, its limitations. So I can know something exists even though I can't see it by hearing it. And sometimes, you know, I can know something exists by smelling it even though I can't see it or hear it uh, or I can touch it 
and know it exists even though I can't see it, hear it, or smell it. And so there, there's there's the limitations that each sense has, but we, we use the other senses still to, to perceive reality, right? And, and so it, it's really amazing that that our, our senses can do that, but at the same time, it makes me think that, okay, if there are things that exist that I can't see, and then and I know they exist through my other senses, or there, there are things that exist that I can't hear, but I know they exist through my other senses, you know, what if there are things that exist that none of my senses pick up, right? All of my senses, all of my senses are missing out on the those things that exist. And now we have 2,000 years of of you know the Bible and the church teaching us, right? Two thousand years of this is all called uh, the Word of God, tradition and Scripture, where we we know that you know God exists. That so with reason we can understand that that God exists, and and that angels exist, and that the the spiritual realm exists. And so, even though our senses don't pick up on it always, because sometimes you know, but always it, it, it usually. The, the norm is that our senses don't pick up on the, the spiritual realm, it still exists. And there's, there's still a, an existence, a level, a plane of reality that we are a part of, even though our senses don't pick it up. And so that, that just kind of blew me away. And it makes me think of Jesus's words in John 7, 24, where he says, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Right, so we're not just using our senses to to judge. We're not just you know going after what we see or what we hear, but we're we're kind of bringing everything together. We're judging with right judgment, and and so in all cases, when we judge with right judgment, we want to take what the the church teaches and what the Bible says a hundred percent. You know, bring that into all that we see, and we also want to take in this understanding that you know we live in a world where God exists. He cares about us, and he's, he's, he's working to bring about good things for us. And so a similar verse is from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, where it says, For the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. And this you know, is about when uh, Samuel visits Jesse's house looking for one of his sons to anoint because God led him there and said that he would point out to him the one for him to anoint, the one who would replace Saul as the king of Israel. And, you know, all of Jesse's sons are coming before Samuel, and they're all big and strong and kingly looking, but not one of them is is chosen by God to be the next king of Israel. And so Samuel shrugs his shoulders and asks Jesse, you know, is there anyone else? And Jesse shares that he actually has one more son who's out in the fields, but, you know, Jesse kind of passed him over because he was young and, you know, not as big and strong as his, his brothers were. But, but Samuel asked him to, to bring him forth. And so David, although he was the least, you know, looking king, like he, he, didn't, he was the least likely to be king as appearances went, uh, he came before Samuel and, and God said, this is him. And then, he, and then as Samuel kind of, you know, questions in his heart, God says, you know, the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look, you know, mortals look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart, right? And, and so it's a, a beautiful lesson for us today, even though, you know, we're not shepherds, even though we're not anointing kings right now, uh, but we too can, can try to look on things as, as the Lord does, 
on people by looking at the heart, you know, not judging them based on how they look, but seeing, you know, how do they act? Uh, how do they treat other people? You know, how, how much love do they put out into the world? Like true love. Um, that's how we ought to judge. And I just think this is a beautiful lesson that, that we, we should not just judge based on our senses alone, but we need, you know, right judgment using our, our reason. And, and also with, with this podcast, we're going to recognize we also need to use, you know, what the church has taught us for the past 2000 years that we need to recall that we live in a spiritual world that yes, there's a physical world around us, but there's there's a spiritual world that we that we live in as well. There's a deeper way that we can look at our lives and recognize that things are not always what they seem. Just like David did not seem like he was going to be the the next king of Israel, but he turned out to be a, a great king. And and after this, the directly after you know these words are said in chapter 16 of 1 Samuel, he defeats a giant which, you know, also, you know, carries our, our case very well in that uh, judging by appearances, everyone thought that Goliath was going to trample over David, but that was not what happened. So we can't always trust our senses in, in the world. Like we all have seen optical illusions and have been tricked, you know, many times. And those are actually, you know, pretty fun to look them up online and check them out and whatnot. But, you know, we can recognize that we can't always uh, trust our senses and that there's oftentimes something more than what we perceive, you know, going on. That the, the reality of of something isn't always how it appears. And we need to recall that because uh, that, that comes into play as we view our lives. That when we view our lives, we, we sometimes will use our senses for sure. We make tons of good choices every day using our senses, but we have to remember you know that there are some things that just aren't picked up by our senses. And, and you know, what that means is, yes, like taking from what the church teaches us, we live in a spiritual world. And, and when we have that, that outlook on our lives, we're calling that. And, and when we see this deeper, you know, meaning, this, this, this inner reality in the world that exists, uh, it transforms us. It transforms how we look at ourselves, how we look at our neighbors, right? How we treat ourselves and our neighbors, how we live in this world is utterly transformed because we realize, you know, that another person isn't an object meant to be used, but a subject meant to be loved, right? And it, and it means that that we ourselves, you know, yet we're fallen and broken, but we have hope. We can always have hope. Because we have a God who is for us and not against us and, and, and seeking what is best for us at, at every moment of our lives. And then when we, we, when we view our, our problems, you know, in life, that, that when we take the, our problems at face value, um, you know, we see them as burdens, as obstacles, uh, as, you know, stifling, you know, awful situations. But when we, we recognize this, this spiritual aspect of life, the spiritual reality of a God who is fighting for us, he's our creator, our savior, and he, he guides us through, uh, when we, we keep that in mind and have this, this beautiful outlook on our lives, we can see through our problems to what they really are. Our problems become opportunities to, to thrive, to grow, and, and to just become better, to become better. 
that opportunities uh, that give us life and not break us down, right? And and honestly, like they're gonna write so many books about 2020. It's gonna be just something that's discussed, you know, just over and over again, you know, in the future. You know, I also, I, I definitely see, you know, in the future when they they have, you know, how they have those those themed parties, like a '90s theme party or an '80s theme party. It's going to be so easy to have a 2020 theme party in the future because you can just kind of wear whatever you want and then throw a mask on. <laughs> and then everyone will kind of know, oh, yeah, that was from the 2020s. Great. And then, you know, those who actually lived through this year are going to want nothing to do with that because we've been through it. But, you know, really, this year has been it's been crazy. It's been like one huge problem like a, a huge, you know, horrible thing. And a lot of bad things have happened. And we, you, you know, yes, we recognize that. We realize that it's, it's sad. You know, the, the, the people we've lost and the struggles that people have gone through have been awful, just horrible. And we don't want to belittle that. But at the same time, you know, we can also see this year as an opportunity to grow. That, that, when things get tough and we feel like we're being just squished and, and broken by our situations that, that we're, we're going through, right? We can allow those to push us forward. Allow that, allow that pressure to push us forward and to, to motivate us to grow and to become better. We can use this time to, to grow in our relationship with God and grow in our relationship with those we love and really improve upon those relationships so that, you know, we can grow together uh, and love uh, love God better. And as we look at this year as, as one, you know, gigantic struggle, right, just a huge struggle, we too can see it in a way uh, like the apostles saw uh, the crucifixion and death of our Lord. You know, they looked at that at that event as just, you know, heartbreaking, as, you know, just heavy and just horrific. You know, everything they believed in for the, the past three years was just just shut down and ended. And it, it looked like there was nothing more to, to, to go from, no, no, nowhere to go from this. And so they, you know, went and hid and, and, and questioned and wondered. And three days later, you know the the questions were answered the uh the problem was no more it was defeated it was overcome and and god showed them his plan through that suffering that they went through the, through the suffering that he went through the the meaning and purpose was always there they just didn't see it until later and so we can look at 2020 and question and wonder uh but remember that the the purpose and meaning might be revealed to us later, but it's there. It's there. There's always hope. We always have reason to hope. I, you know, in overcoming my drug addiction, I've learned that there's there's hope for everyone, right? Because if I can overcome, you know, what I overcame, anyone can overcome anything. Um, and so I want to leave you with with just one final uh passage from the Bible that I think really kind of takes this this point home that really reminds us that we need to to judge our our lives to view our lives with the, this super uh, natural aspect outlook the supernatural outlook in mind um, it's Proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6 which says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding acknowledge him in all your ways and he shall direct your path
Thanks for listening. Glad you joined us. Please help us out by subscribing to our podcast and leaving a review. You can like and share it on social media if you think it might help someone else. Uh, Please subscribe to our email list as well. Just at the bottom of zenithministries.com, there's a place for that. We are now accepting sign-ups for a one-on-one mentoring program, and that's found on our website too. Uh, Please come partner with us as we lead others to the heights of humanity.